Tom Jones, not the singer from Wales, but lyricist and librettist Tom Jones, who teamed up with Harvey Schmidt to create the musical The Fantastics that ran off Broadway for 42 years, got to reminiscing about the early days in his guide, Making Musicals, an informal introduction to the world of musical theater. And he gets to the heart of what, for him, is the heart of the experience of theater. He will grant the importance and power of the great masterpieces, but he explains it this way. I studied drama at the University of Texas. I was there six years, from 1945 through 1951, obtaining undergraduate and graduate degrees in the field of play directing, or production, as it was rather mysteriously called. The UT drama department was a wonderful one full of extraordinary professors and talented students, many of whom have gone on to successful careers in theater and film. We did literally hundreds of plays during my stay there, everything from Aeschylus to Shakespeare to Shaw to the emerging Tennessee Williams. But we never did a musical, not one, not even an operetta, not even Gilbert and Sullivan. Musicals were considered too frivolous, too lightweight. They were beneath our consideration, in short, They were forbidden fruit, and they were irresistible. There existed on the campus an organization called the Curtain Club, an extracurricular group which had been formed early in the century by the noted theater critic and essayist Stark Young to provide a place for students who wished to put on plays and skits on their own. It was here, under this umbrella, that we escaped from our awesome agenda into the world of showbiz, grinding out weekly songs and dances, topped off in due course by the annual college musical. Ah, the college musical. You know what it is, or perhaps you don't know. At least you don't know what it was. Nowadays, if it exists at all, it tends to be a complex contemporary opera in the style of Sondheim, filled with intricate rhythms and blistering irony. Then it was pure fun, razzmatazz comedy songs and lovesick ballads and bump and grind and tap dance and occasional scenic breakthroughs, like having a young woman sing a torch song while standing underneath a lamppost, things that we saw in the movies, things that we imagined while listening for endless hours to that new sensational invention, the Broadway original cast album. For my first college musical, the show was a review called Hipsy Boo. Our director, Word Baker, had the crew build a runway out around the orchestra pit and arranged to give away free tickets to bald-headed men who sat in the first row. Then, with the glow of the spotlights reflecting off their expectant domes, out came the dancers in fishnet stockings. I hardly need tell you that this show was a smash. It was more than that. It was epical. It was, for us, the sort of hit that South Pacific was for Rodgers and Hammerstein on Broadway. The two-week run was sold out instantly. There was ticket scalping, a first for the University of Texas. Students shaved their heads in the hope of getting one of the free seats in the first row. I, who had written the comedy sketches, was awestruck. This was different different than what we had been doing in the Department of Drama. It was different not only in its extreme success, but it was different in the kind of basic theatrical experience. 
This was hotter somehow. It was more immediate. It placed the audience and the actors in a different relationship. Well, Tom Jones was hooked. The irony is that Tom Jones and Harvey Schmidt and all the rest wound up making theater with gravitas after all. Theater director Scott Miller says, what makes the fantastic so universal, so timeless, is that we each take from it whatever we need at this moment. Like classic fairy tales, it provides different things to different people. When we are younger, we see ourselves as Matt and Louisa. When we're older, Bellamy and Huckleby. Maybe the actors among us even identify with Henry and Mortimer. But whoever and whenever we are, El Gallo is our guard, our shaman. And if he does his job right, we come out on the other end a little wiser than before, a little changed. Oh, the power and delights of theater. And there are so many young people with stars in their eyes, not necessarily heading for Broadway, but just because of the love of the smell of the grease paint and the roar of the crowd. Well, we have an opportunity for those young people. Wyoming Seminary's Summer at SEM program is planning an exciting 2022 season, and the featured production will be The Fantastics. In order to get a sense of Summer at SEM, there will be an open house and master classes on Saturday, January 8th in the afternoon to introduce the summer's offerings. And we had a chance to talk with Jeremiah Downs, director of theater for Summer at SEM, about the program and about what's on offer. Summer at SEM happens every year during the month of July on the campus of Wyoming Seminary, of course, which is over the bridge in Kingston. And, and Wyoming Seminary itself is the oldest co-ed boarding school in the country. So it has a really rich history and has been around for quite a while. And the Summer at SEM programs involve the creative arts. They also involve college prep programs. English language programs, and a youth program. And, and the program that I am from is the theater program as a part of the creative arts. Of course, just like everything else in the world at this moment, we have over the past year, including last summer and moving into this summer, are adapting and changing in this, in this new COVID world that we're living in. But we were very fortunate to join together again last summer for a modified three-week program of what is usually a four-week program. And we'll be doing the same this summer, uh, a three-week program instead of a four-week program on campus with the, with the goal and the hope to be on campus and in person as we were last summer. And that will involve theater, dance, and filmmaking as a part of the creative arts programs. But it has a really long and rich history of providing an outlet for students in the summer to be center stage. And then, of course, we've got incredible facilities uh, not the least of which the Kirby Center for Creative Arts, not not the theater in downtown Wilkes-Barre, but uh, our theater on, on the campus of Wyoming Seminary in Kingston, which is state-of-the-art, and, and really there is not a, a venue comparable in the area for our students ages 12 to 18 to get an opportunity to perform in a space like that one. So it's all very exciting and and. We continue to, to have the goal and the objective of providing stage opportunities for our students and educational opportunities on stage and off 
uh, every summer. It's wonderful that you, as the director of the theater program, have been a performer yourself, a longtime performer in those key places like New York and Philadelphia. And so what you have learned firsthand can't be learned in a book. Yes, yeah. I mean, theater, all of the the arts, but theater and dance and filmmaking, the three disciplines that we offer in the summer as a part of our creative arts programs, they are practical, in-person experiences. And so as much as someone can learn about them by reading, ultimately, yeah, at the end of the day, you you really need to be there and in-person and rolling your sleeves up and doing theater and dance. And so we try to match history, technical knowledge, uh, et cetera, with the practical so that the students are are getting both of those things simultaneously. But at the end of the day, that always culminates in a performance uh, and hopefully with and for an audience. And the student body comes from all over, not just northeastern Pennsylvania, but people come from out of state and sometimes out of the country? That is correct. We have, in years past, we've had students in all of our summer programs that represent uh, all of the states, the United States, uh, and international students as well. We tend in the theater and dance programs to have a majority of our students represented from the northeastern part of the United States, but we do get students from other parts of the country, and of course, that's extremely exciting for the students who call northeastern Pennsylvania home and, and really invaluable in our minds as an educational experience to be working along and studying along side by side students from other places in the country and other places in the world. So we are always actively looking for students who represent a diverse body of backgrounds and experiences and geographies and all are welcome because we really do see the value in having that type of student body in our summer programs. When you're thinking about what you'd like to do for your performance activity as part of Summer at SEM, do you see who's applying and then get a sense of what you can do? Is it a little bit of both where you have in your mind? Because of the feel this year, it would be great to do X, Y, Z. How do you weigh those considerations? That's a great question, and it's a bit of a chicken and egg scenario. In years past, we've made decisions based on a showcase or a fully staged piece, a musical or a play. We have made decisions based on students that we knew would be there uh, and, and the opportunities we, both pedagogically and creatively, that we wanted to offer them. More often than not, however, it is a, it is a bit of blind faith. And and with my incredible colleague, Tim Early, the head of the dance program, we tend to collaborate and discuss as the year unfolds what what our dreams and aspirations are as far as the actual productions are concerned. Um, And then a decision is made, and usually it all works out in the end. There's been a long, long history of doing big, fully staged musicals as a part of the theater program, uh, and we returned in recent history and back in 2019 to doing that, and we presented Pippin. And then this summer for 2022, I'm very excited to announce that we will be presenting The Fantastics, which, of course, is an iconic, classic musical Uh, It is the longest-running musical in in history, but many of our students, because of their age and their generation, aren't necessarily entirely familiar with it. So there's there's creative value in it, there's pedagogical value in it, and it will suit us because the piece is really flexible in terms of what we do with it at Summer at Zen. So sometimes it's a really deliberate recipe 
that leads us to our decision making about the showcases and the performance. And sometimes it's it's more driven by uh, aspirations. But one way or another, it all tends to to work out. It's part of the excitement of of really getting things off the ground and having that that theatrical moxie and and spirit. And we stick to it and and we make it work. How do you think about bringing the experience of people you know, the pros you know, to have master classes or just a targeted experience for the students at SEM? Is that part of what you're thinking about this year? Yes, we always, both in the theater and the dance programs, the dance program tends to have a, a resident artist, so someone who's there for the entirety of the program. The theater program, our program has done both, where we've had an artist in residence, and then we've had folks just come in for a day, let's say, and work with the students for an afternoon. That's a really critical part of our program. And, and for the students, obviously, I would say next to actually getting the opportunity to be on stage, I would say that that's probably the thing that excites them the most. We are situated in a, in a place where both with New York City and Philadelphia in, in close proximity, we have the ability to bring out folks who are really doing it, who are right in the thick of the industry on Broadway. In years past, we've had actors from Dear Evan Hansen, which is a big, a big hit on Broadway. And I think now, especially as students have had to really, you know, have such, such strong, strong-willed tenacity as far as their learning is concerned, you know, many of them, their worlds have kind of been upended and they've had to experience school on a computer and just these unconventional ways of learning that getting a person who's real and breathing and living in front of them and who actually does this for their living and does this as their profession is just really, really crucial and critical. And so we are focused as we move this coming year into the summer, making sure that we're, we're really clear about who we approach to ask to come to campus, uh, what they're going to do with the students. Often they, won't, they will not only just provide classes, master classes, working uh, one-on-one with our students, but they will also perform with our students. So there's there's just a, a myriad of ways that having a guest artist, a Broadway level guest artist, really supports our program. And again, is a unique part of Summer at SEM for for our theater students because they get to hear right from the person who's doing it on Broadway now. Often that has to be a Monday because that's usually traditionally the day that uh, theater in New York is dark. And, and it's a new world. There's a lot going on, uh, a lot of instability and uncertainty. And so I think I have found as a result of that, that professionals are even more eager and enthusiastic about giving back to young people because they really see the intrinsic value of what they do uh, for a living as a profession and as a craft. Now, this gives us a good way to segue into the fact that you all are giving us a chance not just to hear about Summer at SEM, but you're giving us a chance to actually experience in person what it's all about. Yes, we have every year we host an annual open house and in the in the dead smack middle of winter, which always makes me chuckle considering <laughs> we are summer program. But it's a really lovely event because students and families get to come and tour our incredible facilities. They get to meet with program directors, myself, Tim Early. They get to work with theater and dance faculty. In some cases, they get to work with these Broadway professionals that we bring out. Uh, and this has happened every year since I've been a part of Summer at SEM, and it's a really lovely way to kick off the new year. Uh, and it's a really lovely way to get excited about what's coming 
in the summer ahead. And this year, we have decided to attach a concert performance to the day. So on January 8th, which is a Saturday, we will start at 1 o'clock, and we will, again, have a series of master classes, tour facilities, meet and greet, catch up with old friends, new friends. And then as in, in the latter part of the afternoon at 3.30, we will be uh, offering a performance on the Kirby stage, which will feature dance faculty, theater faculty, and guest artists from both programs. And so that is all very much in the works right now as we are rapidly approaching that date. But any and all are welcome to attend. It is a free event. We would encourage you to register online at summeratsem.org. And really, in particular, we get the folks, right, who, who come back and we see every year and we love them. And, and we anticipate seeing them all again on the 8th as well. But in particular, new folks who may have wondered, you know, what's going on there in the summer, right? <laughs> or my, my kid has an interest in dance or in the theater or in music, but I, we, we just don't know, you know, where to find an opportunity for them. This is it. So I would really, really encourage folks to join us on the 8th, again, of January from 1 to 5 p.m. The performance begins at 3.30. You can register online. It's going to be an extremely exciting day filled with all kinds of activity and again, I think to, to kick off the new year, to anticipate the incredible summer we have planned in 2022, it's just a, a party, let's say, uh, <laughs> and a celebration of really all the things that are so great about Summer at Sim for the community of Kingston, Wilkes-Barre, for the region. And again, all are welcome. So we would love to see them there. What are your thoughts this year? You were saying that if anybody's going to survive, it's theater people. But any thoughts now as you look at the situation, survey the general theater situation right now? Sure. I think it can be, um, you know, it can be discouraging, to say the least. We wake up every morning, and and indeed, I I have many friends who are currently employed on Broadway and and shows, as we are all aware, and we see in, in the news every morning, are, are announcing closings, and and the Northeast seems to be in, in the midst again of some complexities and difficulties as it relates to COVID. And while uh, it, it can feel, you know, in the moment, like, you know, this, this kind of apocalyptic reality that we've all been living in, I, I think it's important, especially in this a place like Summer at Sem and Wyoming Seminary in an educational setting where we are we are working with young people. First of all, I think I'll return to my statement from, I think, last year when we spoke. You know, yes, first of all, theater people, no more gregarious and and tenacious and, and, uh, you know, high-spirited folks than theater people and hardworking. So there is that part of it. But it's also, you know, about perspective. I I fully realize as a teacher, I, I see the stresses on students. I see the stresses on colleagues. And I see the stresses on professionals in the industry. And, and while we've been in the midst of this uncertainty and this need for being malleable during this really challenging time, sometimes I have to remind myself it really hasn't been that long. And Broadway is one place where theater happens. And of course, we want all of our friends who work in New York and in theater on Broadway to be happy and successful and, and thriving. But theater happens all over the world. And, and theater, you know, will continue to happen in Kingston at Wyoming Seminary and at Summer at Sam. And I think that's really, really crucial and really critical. It's, a, it's about continuing in whatever way we need to and, and adapting in whatever way we have to because students rely on knowing that we are going to be there, whether it's, it's not always looking now like it used to look, whether it be online or in person. 
they need to know that we're there for them. And they need to know that, you know, this thing that might be happening at this moment on Broadway, let's say specifically. Also, by the way, winter is right after the holidays, a time when the new season kind of begins to happen on Broadway anyway. So we can be quick to look at things and see them in in a negative light at this current moment. And I fully understand that. But everything is temporary. Uh, Theater is an ever-changing art form. And there's value in in the uncertainty of this moment. And I think embracing it and demonstrating to young people that the real test of making art, no matter what the discipline is, and the real test of choosing to do that for one's life, uh, life's work and life's journey is really so much more about commitment and hard work than it is about any particular thing that's happening in one given moment. And that's an invaluable lesson for all and, and a lesson that I think both myself as now a teacher and I, I think my, my friends who work in the industry and who are on Broadway would echo. We have to keep going. We have to keep moving. And and. That's, that's a really critical piece in the puzzle because the minute we stop making theater and we stop making art, right, I, I, I don't want to imagine that world. So <laughs> it can feel discouraging. And in the, this moment, in the dead of winter, and, and as we see things kind of rising again as it relates to COVID, I think we have to be strong. I think we have to maintain perspective. And I think that we have to remember that what we do in the arts is, is of a greater purpose. And, and so while it can feel discouraging, that's, that's the most important part of our job right now. Jeremiah Downs, director for theater for Summer at SEM, speaking about summer 2022 and the upcoming open house at Wyoming Seminary in Kingston, Pennsylvania, just across the river from Wilkes-Barre. An open house and performance event will take place on Saturday, January 8th to introduce this summer's offering. And the master classes and the open house itself will begin at 1 in the afternoon. The performance will directly follow at 3.30 at the Kirby Center for Creative Arts, 260 North Sprague Avenue. Both events are free and open to the public. They'll share news and updates about the full return of in-person theater and dance, summer performances, 2022 summer Broadway guest artists, and the summer's full musical, The Fantastics. The master classes will be offered for students ages 12 through 18 by theater and dance faculty and the open house Broadway guest artists and professional dancers Guests are also invited to enjoy a free theater and dance performance at 3.30. It's summeratsem.org, summeratsem.org. Summer at SEM at Wyoming Seminary in Kingston, Pennsylvania, an open house and performance event on Saturday, January 8th, getting underway at 1, with a performance at 3.30 at the Kirby Center for Creative Arts, 260 North Sprague Avenue in Kingston. The events are free and open to the public. For more information on the web, summer at SEM, S-E-M, summeratsem.org.